1: Yeah, he's so lucky.
0: That uh, that game last week—if I played anybody else other than you—yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. That's happened to me like four times at the beginning of the season, though. It's just so, nuts. No, it's it like I'm
0: putting up sixty points, like yeah, put time into my team, and then I'm getting clobbered when I could have beaten anybody else. I got my, James this week, though, so we'll see. My what
1: uh, well, I lost to James recently, which is—I lost to him. Three weeks ago, and I only got twenty-five points that week, which was absurd. That's the only week that I didn't have multiple players get um, more than one point, or more than their points were just showing up. Um, are we on? Yeah, yeah, we're going. Oh word! Uh, yeah. So last week we played each other, and yeah, you you got. I got seventy-two points. So I had Pope and Goal, and he had he had a double matchup. So Burnley played Palace, and Burnley kept a clean sheet, and he had three saves, and he got man of the match. And then against Fulham, he only got two points because he conceded a goal. So he got ten. As Lequeza, I picked him up because Tuchel likes him now. So uh, he got a clean sheet, uh, six points. I picked Ben White up because Tellis just is not gonna start over Sean in the league. So they played Villa, and it. Ended nil nil, so he got a clean sheet. Michael Keane, he had a, he had a, he had two matchups, and he played Fulham and they lost two nil, and then he played City and they lost three one. So he only played thirty four minutes against Fulham and he got a yellow card, so he got no points there. And then against City, he played ninety and conceded three goals, so he only got one point. And then. Harvey Barnes scored a goal, got an assist, got two points bonus against Liverpool. Ilkay Gundogan played 60 minutes against Spurs, got two goals, should have had three, had an assist, got a clean sheet and three bonus points, and that gave me 19 points, and he's injured, so I'm upset about that. Uh, James Madison scored a goal, got one point bonus against Liverpool. Bukayo Saka got uh, one assist against Leeds. Uh, Marcial got two points for playing 65 minutes uh, Cavani got two points for playing 90 minutes and Abraham got Abraham started against Newcastle and was looking good and then he got tackled in a box that in my opinion was a penalty and uh, he messed up his ankle so he had to come off and uh, yeah that was that was my starting 11 then I had Mier on the bench get zero because he got sc- four scored on him so he got zero points Uh Ben Davies, I picked him up. Uh, he played 90 minutes, but he conceded three and he got a yellow card, so he got zero points. Jorginho played 90 minutes and got kept a clean sheet, so he had three on my bench. And then Ben Chilwell just, Tuchel doesn't like him, so looks like a waste of 50 million for Chelsea. Uh, I had um,
0: Chilwell's new arch nemesis, Alonzo, in. He got he got a clean sheet and one bonus uh, on the 2-0 Newcastle game. Uh, Patrizio in goal and played 90 minutes, uh, got scored on by Southampton. Uh, Aaron Cresswell got an assist, a clean sheet, and a bonus, dude. He's got, um, he's got nine assists and nine clean sheets this year. Yeah,
1: dude, he's, he's been going off. He is dumb. Uh, when did you pick him up? You picked him up a couple weeks ago, right? Had him all year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I thought he was. I, thought, I could have swore I saw him on the waivers at one point, but I think last year he he, he had was. like
0: three set pieces in the very like end of the season. Yeah. And so he was, he was one of the first defenders I picked up this year.
1: Yeah. He's really good at set pieces. Really and good. Krause.
0: Dumb left foot. Uh, and then I had a clean sheet from Laporte against Spurs, and then they conceded one to Everton. So, he got eight. Evans got one uh, for conceding one to Liverpool. He also got a yellow card. Um, Fernandez, goal scored, and a bonus. Uh, Silva went off. He had a clean sheet against Spurs and a yellow card, so he only got one point. Um, And then against City, he had a goal, an assist, and the three bonus points. Harrison shit the bed, played one half. Treore shit the bed, played... Uh, 65 minutes William Jose I I thought he'd be scoring a little bit more to be honest especially with Potence um, yeah. and Neto Poseidon but like I said uh, Nuno's tactics are just weird I mean, you got a lone striker playing up there all the time with no help and then uh, let's see Joshua King got 34 minutes against Fulham and 21 against City so he's starting to ease into the team and I think isn't uh Calvert-Lewin injured right now? Yeah. Yeah, so... Remember
1: Charleston is their main man right now. Yeah,
0: so King's going to get more looks. Yeah, uh, King should get
1: more looks. Although, he... How many goals did he score in the championship so far this season? It was, like, not a good amount. It was abysmal. Bournemouth sold all the playmakers that that's made true. King, so... That's true. Uh,
0: and then uh, John Stone had four points. He was on my bench. Uh, Iannaccio didn't play, which... Th- that's such a weird one to me, man, is that he's he's left-footed, and he's got good handles. He's got good delivery. Uh, he's only got one goal this year, but that's in 385 minutes, yeah. sporadically. Like he'll be subbed in, subbed
1: off. So I mean, who do you play him for though? You got Harvey Barnes, James Madison. They rotate Albrighton and Perez on the right, yeah, and both shit yeah. the bed. And then Pereira now is playing. Well, they got Under as well because James Justin was uh, playing left and right back. That they pushed Pereira up to right mid. Brendan Rogers did uh, one game I was watching. That's not a bad move. Um, but now i mean, Pereira's i guess on the ball i guess Pereira will be back at uh right back um the rest of the league joe got sixty nine points against juan james beat kg forty eight thirty one victor beats palmer fifty one forty eight uh and joseph beat hung thirty seven twenty seven god man joseph you're getting lucky with these uh matchups so but this week i played joseph and so far he has Zero points with no one played, and I have one point from Mier who played against Wolves today and scored an own goal, but he had five saves, so that minus two cancels out the minutes he played, but he gets plus one. So and then the rest of my team, I've got Gunduan, who's expected to be out, 75% chance playing. Same with Cavani and same with uh, Tammy. So And then Chilwa, I don't even expect to play. Um yeah, he definitely prefers Alonzo, no. So then the league table right now, Joseph is first with 45 points. Joe is second with 43 points. Palmer is third with 43 points. I'm fourth with 42 points, and Ethan is fifth with 39 points. And then James, sixth, 37, and KG, seven with 35. But like KG still has a chance. Like It is it is wild how close this, uh, this league is this year. Usually there's one person just way far ahead, and the, the rest are catching up, but... Victor uh, Hung and Warner in their own little last place battle Juan, <laughs> <laughs> he's got t- 22 points <laughs> oh shit he picked up McTominay and of course McTominay gets injured on him and he has Thiago Silva Mina and Antonio who all are injured as well uh, I picked up Josh Macha this week though which I thought was a good pickup. I was gonna if he made it through I would have picked him up um, he's a uh, he played for Sunderland and he was their top goal scorer and then he got bought by Bordeaux I think he was 19 when he got bought by Bordeaux and he uh I don't know how he did there but obviously it, he is at Fulham now and I think they bought him in the January transfer window and his first game I think he got two goals so shut up dude for Fulham Mm-hmm.
0: what's the difference there is he is he that much higher of a level than Mitrovic and, and Decorado Reed uh,
1: I think he's just more dynamic like um Decordeva Reed, I'm um, pretty sure, has been playing like more like a like a right wing or wing back for, yeah. for them, and Maja is literally just a goal scorer. So when you've got Lookman and Ruben Loftus Cheek, just feeding him the ball, he's going to score. Which which Mitrovic doesn't really fit Loftus Cheeks and Lo- uh, Lookman's like style of play. In um, our think. play, yeah, he's yeah, more so of an aerial. I think Josh Maja, that was a really really good pick up by uh, Scott Parker over at Fulham, um, and then Dawson for uh, West Ham has been was a good buy for them this year. Considering how well that they're doing. Where was he from? Uh, Watford. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then players to pick up. Uh G- Will, uh, what's his name? Wilson. <coughs> Callum Wilson. He's My boy. injured for a minute, so it's probably not a good <sighs> idea to pick him up. Um, James Justin, he's out for the season. Mopai is a forward. If you need a forward, I guess you could pick him up, but I don't think he's been doing too hot. He's got He's got seven goals this season, and he's on a run of one, two, three, four, five, five games without a goal or an assist. So he hasn't been doing nearly as much as he did last year. Uh, I know Palmer had Ezi last week, and he dropped him. Yeah, had, um, or Crystal Palace as a whole had two weeks where they just got blown out.
0: They lost 2-0 yeah, to Leeds and then 3-0 to Burnley. Yeah. That hurts. I mean,
1: I, I told you all year they're going to do this. They're going to go on a run of games where they look really good and their players are going to be getting a lot of points and then they're going to go on a run of five games where they look awful. And it's just it just doesn't make sense. Classic Crystal Palace. It, it, yeah,
0: but it doesn't make sense though because like I mean obviously Zaha being out like he's he's going to get you at least he's going to create or get you at least yeah. one goal a game. Yeah. But with the likes of Benteke and
1: uh you I don't, I just don't feel like there's any problems. think be problem he's even played though.
0: He's, he's featured more
1: recently. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't know how Crystal Palace can go in a run of like five games and s- beat teams like United, uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, and then lose to teams like Burnley 3 0. You know, it's just, it. they're, they're, inc- if I was a fan of them, their inconsistency would really, really piss me off. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, is probably not that good of a pickup. He's, uh, I don't think he's going to get much into the team now that Jesse Lingard's there. Um, I'd say him again, but they
0: dropped him deeper for uh, Barkley. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not going to get his uh, output. Almarone's featuring a lot lately. I mean, I know he yeah. got the two goals two weeks ago, yeah. but it's looking like he's. Uh, they finally he's, put him at 10. Yeah,
1: And then uh, Gross. Sais, maybe, you can pick him up. Although... Wolves are kind of that team where it's like, are they going to score? Are they not? Uh, it gross could be could be a decent pickup, but he plays more of a holding midfielder for Brighton, doesn't he? Uh, he's
0: he's more of a he comes back to hold, but he's he's one of the the deep midfielders that push through. Like he's he's a late uh, he's late into the box. Gotcha.
1: Um, and Dombalay maybe, but I'm pretty sure with Spurs and how they play, their their his play time pr- pretty sporadic, and I don't think he's got. Uh, goal or assist in a in a couple games he is preferred though by
0: Marina. Yeah. Uh, now. yeah, now yeah now so if if they do start turning up he'll be on the end of that
1: yeah and I I mean you could probably pick up Dyer and Alderweireld with that if you need clean sheets but I'm, I, I don't see Spurs keeping many clean sheets in the next couple of weeks cause, no they invite shots yeah I mean all they do is sit back so although this week they oh well they play West Ham this week and West Ham are Pretty no they have been pretty sh- expansive yeah, they're about to shred Spurs maybe if you want to pick them up for the next two weeks three weeks after that they play Burnley Fulham and Crystal Palace so that might be a decent time to pick up uh Spurs defenders guards um, back hasn't inferred. played uh, though. didn't play
0: uh the last game no 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 these are the upcoming games yeah he played the last two games they didn't hold a clean sheet though which uh before he got injured they had five. Out of 12 games, hmm, interesting. I guess they just have to find the rhythm again. Uh, I feel like they had uh, somebody else injured too. Southampton, did they not? Ings for a minute.
1: Uh, you mean Ings injured? Is that what you said? Yeah, wasn't he injured? Yeah, oh, yeah, he was injured for like five or six games, and Shea Adams was actually doing fairly all right. Um, uh, Declan Rice scored
0: last game
1: don't even talk to me about Declan Rice he scored a penalty it, like, Aaron Questwell is their penalty taker so I don't know why he didn't take it but Jesse Lingard won it and it was the first penalty West Ham have won all season and oddly enough it comes from a Manchester United <laughs> Uh <laughs> Wood, funny.
0: Wood's on his way back
1: yeah he's he been doing fairly alright
0: recently uh, he's he's been out. He's uh he's going about to be back though. He's been out since game week twenty one, but his injuries uh, going back to like the yellow icon. So I think he's about to start featuring again or being eased back in. They also had um uh they've got this really good kid that they haven't featured yet all year named Max Thompson who's supposed to be decent. Burnley. Um. Mm. Uh, probably wouldn't pick up the Corray. Cool well uh they, yeah I don't they'll know. They'll get you in like every four games, but it's just it's not dependable or two in one game. Uh I thought Cavaliero would be uh more or actually Fulham as a whole would be a better team this year. Mm. Yeah, I I mean I know it's a stretch like coming out of the championship, geez. claiming they're gonna be an okay team, but they have the person they have I feel a better team than some of the other Premier League teams.
1: Yeah. I think uh, Scott Parker was trying to play his style of play that he played in the championship last year. He Didn't adapt. That, that. that screwed everyone. Yeah. Um, but I mean, when you are, they have quality in their team, but they they need they had they were playing way too expansive and they were getting wrecked that way. So now the past couple of games, like especially, I think United was like really the first game that they did it, where they kind of sat back a little bit, countered through Lookman and left his cheek, and mm-hmm. it it was effective. And uh, then. Uh, they've been doing that the past couple weeks and i think their form has definitely gone up and i think sheffield have kind of figured out their stuff so maybe they can uh uh get out of the relegation zone although i i i think uh i think they've made their bed now they're lying in it uh
0: they haven't been beat by more than two all year who Fulham, really? That's interesting.
1: Well, they're uh, one center back. Um, They've barely beat
0: been beat by more than one. There,
1: there. What's, what's that one center back? Adribayo, the really tall guy who scored against uh, Liverpool. I mm-hmm. think is his name? He's oh, re- he's a really solid center back, and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see someone like, um, maybe. Southampton or Villa pick him up next year. Although Villa have a good core of center backs, they've got ten clean sheets. Fulham do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. But that's Who, who are they against?
0: It's, uh, some of them were against. Where is it? home? Oh, where was it? Um, let's see. Uh, they four owed Crystal Palace. Um, two owed West Ham.
1: Uh, Is that when West Ham were in that, like, really kind of, like, bad piece of form?
0: Oh, you know, I was looking at just Loftus Cheeks, clean sheets, and he gets subbed out in the 70th minute, and whenever he gets subbed out, they get scored on. Who? Loftus Cheek. Oh, really? In more than one instance. Yeah, because he's got a clean sheet against Sheffield, and got subbed off in the 80th, and then they conceded. Um... He's got a clean sheet against Leicester. Got subbed off in the 76th. They conceded. Um, <laughs> Liverpool <laughs> got subbed off in the 73rd. Fulham conceded. <laughs> Brighton, got uh, they didn't concede, but he held a clean sheet. Um, that's kind of funny. On more than one occasion that happened. Almost three in a row. Huh. You see that? <laughs> I mean is he does he contribute that much defensively
1: I, I, I don't want to say he does. I think that maybe he's more of an attacking threat so then once he gets taken off the this other the, team
0: has more time on the ball.
1: they more well not necessarily more time on the ball, but they don't have to worry about the the substitute yeah, they don't because yeah. they know that he's not so then that extra person can get forward where the where in the pocket of space that he that he takes up is between. Is that triangle between the center back, the right back, and the center mid? So he takes up that space, and I'm, I'm I as a what? Uh, he's like the the from what I've seen, they play like a four two three one kind of thing. I th- I think uh-huh. I, this is just based off of the couple games that I watched for him. Yeah, he and he's kind of like like Lookman is out on the on the left, and he's like a solid like he's a winger like the way he plays like he's out on the wing and he's going to take you on. Or loft his cheek kind of floats in like kind of comes in cuts in and kind of floats in that space from the flank from the flank okay yeah so then he's draw, drawn back that that uh, center mid or he's bring and because the then the it opens up a space up top thick orva right. rice overlaps him so right. then the left back has to go with him and then the center back or the center back is following the, the striker and I think that was Caballero and that leaves him wide open and that leaves room. him wide open because right. the center mid is already occupied as well so then once he goes away, that are gets taken out, the, the substitute comes in and he goes straight over to the right wing and Aaron Quest or let's just say they're playing West Ham and Aaron Cresswell just sits and on. they're jammed because you can't overlap exactly. okay yeah. cool. I don't know why I thought of Aaron Cresswell. I think we were just because we were talking about, it. but yeah, mm-hmm. basically he he occupies that space so there's he's more of a threat. But then once he goes out, the the right mid replacement comes on and they just stay on the right. So then it's easier for the right back to defend. Got you. Which then he can. The, the center mid doesn't have to stay as far back to try and block off that passing lane because he doesn't, he's not even anywhere near it. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. And then that uh, that guy that um, Sheffield picked up as their striker, what's his name? Burke. Yeah, dude. In the he sky. Is, yeah. Uh-huh. He is good. He's and been he's, on the radar for years. He is fast. Fastest spot. yeah. And you don't expect it from him because he's a big guy. Oh, dude, I've known about Burke. No, yeah, I know. But like, if you looked at him, you wouldn't think he's like a fast player. You know what I mean? You would think he's kind of the player that like, holds up the ball. You wouldn't think he would turn and take you on. Was he? He scored. He's the one who scored against United. He came so from a Scottish team, though. I can't. I, I don't no, know if it, went, if it was, think, kill,
0: it was killing the Rock or if it was. Uh, he went.
1: He was in Spain and, and France. I want to say he came from one of those teams. He went. He was at a uh, Leipzig for a minute too. Really? Yeah, because the before the game, all the commentators were like. Uh, Sheffield have picked up this guy Burke, and he's scored in every league he's played in. And they were like saying that like he played in La Liga. Twenty three.
0: Played... Nottingham Forest, Bradford City loan, RB Leipzig, West Br- West Brom. That's okay. Uh, All known at Celtic, Alaves. Um, That's what it was. Alaves, and now is at Sheffield? His best uh, turnout was at Celtic, fourteen appearances, four goals. Well, Nottingham Forest, twenty five appearances, six goals. So, uh, I mean, he produces. Those aren't, like, the most creative teams to be on with all that pace. But uh, at Sheffield, when all you need is pace to be a striker there, that's not a bad destination. Oddly enough, he's the only striker with pace there, so he's going to have to play.
1: Yeah. Although, what's his name?
0: Ryan Brewster.
1: He, he's been he's hyped the up recently, signing, too. signing? Yeah. And, I mean, he's hyped up because he's from Liverpool. That's the only reason. He never did anything at Liverpool. That's why they That's why they sold him. And honestly, for me, I think Sheffield overpaid for him. 25- Neither did
0: John Stone, though. You see what I mean? Like At Man U. I mean, sometimes the like academy products just get slipped through and their quality for a lesser team. So yeah, like-
1: but, but at the time when John was coming through, we still had... Um, I can't remember who it was. He was there when Pogba was leaving. So I'm pretty sure that was the end of Van der Sar and then that's when De Gea came in. So... And then we also—I can't remember. was Some Finnish kid, wasn't it? Lindegard, Lindegard. Was that who it was? Yeah. Okay. It was him. He was De Gea's backup, and he—he he wasn't getting in over him because at that point, Johnstone wasn't that good. But now, Johnstone has obviously developed into a great, great uh, goalkeeper. But um, <clears throat> he didn't have like this hype around him. Like even when he, when um, Ryan Brewster didn't even play for Liverpool, people were saying like he's going to be—he's the next uh, Danish, the next best player. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Danish. But I mean, he he wasn't getting a look in, and then I mean, obviously you're not going to get a look in with Firmino, Mane, and Salah, and then when they bring in Jota, like you're definitely not going to get a look in, and then, so they sold him and 25 million. Like that's good for Liverpool. Yeah. But Sheffield, I don't think needed to pay that. That was that was a a lot for an unproven Premier League player, which obviously he's come in to Sheffield, and maybe the mm-hmm. system doesn't fit him, but he 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 doesn't look that good.
0: Yeah. How much did a uh, Villa get Watkins for? Around that same price, right? Let me see. Because that kind of sucks for Sheffield if they got Brewster and Villa got Watkins for like a five million difference. Uh. Because I bet Watkins was about $30, thirty thirty-five.
1: Let's see. He went to Villa for thirty-three. 33- this is U.S. dollars, so he went there for thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Brentford got him for two point two million from Exeter. Was that League Four? Exeter is like I think the It's so like it goes pre- Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two, and then it goes to the or League Two. I meant. yeah, there. I think that then it goes north. It goes north and south, mm-hmm. and then it goes and then it goes by the like north of England. Then they do east and west, then and then they do the south, east, and west. So it's like broken up into four, and then it goes to two, and then it goes to there's one right underneath League Two, I can't remember the name of, but that's how you get up into League Two. But yeah, nice. Um, Leicester usually or Exeter are usually around like League Two and below. And then I remember one year, it was uh, I think it was 2008. United were playing Exeter, and they played, like, their weaker team, and it was in the FA Cup at Old Trafford, and they drew nil all. And the next game, Fergie. What? <laughs> like, Rooney, then and Saroy, Ronaldo. Like, the full team, and they just shit on him. <laughs> 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 Like, it was like, why did you do that to them? <laughs> Even if you just start Ronaldo,
0: he's going to get you two goals. I, I don't want any rumors. Or any, <laughs> I don't want anybody thinking Exeter
1: can walk from Old Trafford. <laughs> oh, dude, it was hilarious. Fargy Far- Far- used to do that though. If like, uh, if teams that they should have beat, they go to an extra round with them, he would put out full strength team and be like, "Just please, just beat them." <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and apparently, he, I think Vanger, there were stories of Vanger doing the same thing. Whenever they were playing lower, like the lower table teams, they would just tell them the starting eleven the day before, and then they'd um, practice and then. They show up to the game and know who is playing, and then but they wouldn't give them any tactics. They'd just be like, "Go play, win." And then they, because they would be focused on like the Champions League game midweek or yeah, the game, game the next week. Yeah, because yeah. your players that you have have are quality enough to where they should be beating those teams. So you don't, have, right. you shouldn't be like making a game plan to beat them. You should just be going out and beating them.
0: Yeah, it's embarrassing if you do have to make a game plan. to Yeah, beat them. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is like what Fergie used to say
1: about Spurs. <laughs> he did before the game, one game, he he went in and he was like, he liked the like the pregame like talk. He was just like lads, it's Spurs, and
0: he just walked out. <laughs> Such a savage.
1: <laughs> and that's when Harry Redknapp was managing them too. I think it was actually the game that uh, United went down two nil at Old Trafford to Spurs, and uh, in the, the same game.
0: Out, like, the same game he went to the locker room. Yeah, I, th- like,
1: I think he... Maybe he did it at halftime. I know for a fact he went into them when... It was, like, a time when everyone was saying, man, United could lose the Spurs. And maybe maybe it was at halftime. But I know for a fact he went into the locker room and was just like, lads, It's Spurs. And he just walked out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but United then came back second half and uh, scored five goals on them. Word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, I saw that uh, Ted and Mengi made his... uh Senior first career, first senior career start for Derby against Wrexham maybe, the, uh, f- and uh, he started at wing back though he didn't start at center back. Yeah, he played full back. Uh, do you remember uh, Wisdom? He was a Liverpool player a couple years ago. Vaguely. Andre Wisdom. Vaguely, he uh he's their center back at Derby now, and um, he basically is like the older Ted Mengi, so it's probably it's probably a good. Thing that Mengi is under a player like him, although you would prefer him to be a Premier League proven defender. But and then um, Mangy, uh was like Rooney is like a he is a top coach. Really? Yeah, yeah. He said that he's like he said. Obviously, I haven't had that many coaches. I've just had like Nicky Butt, Neil Neil Wood, and I've been around the first team. But he said that Wayne Rooney is probably the best coach that he's had. Really? Yeah.
0: After being there a week. Yeah. yeah. How wow. crazy is
1: that? Yeah, and and he said he said that like Rooney puts more pressure on him than anyone because he because of like he knows the culture of United and he knows he's doing for he the club. To, Not if yeah. he wants to go on to the next level and be the player that he is supposed to be, Rooney is like knows what going he has in to do. Yeah. Him, yeah, and um, wow, uh, James Garner's gone to Nottingham Forest and fit in like a glove, and he's been doing amazing there. And mm-hmm. then Dylan Levitt went to some Croatian team. And um uh, dude honestly I think I think Garner might have the potential to be world class
0: after walking in oh, yeah. two different championship sides and taking the reins.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, the only and the only reason why he left um Watford was because the, the manager because they just fired another manager. <laughs> so they brought in another one and then United were talking to him and he was like, Yeah, I don't really want to play a player for for six months who sure. isn't gonna be in the United were like, Yeah. So then Nottingham Forest were like, We'll take him. And apparently there was a, a queue of people who were like, we want James Garner. So that's a really good sign. Um, and then, hmm. Yeah, but uh, I don't know why Levitt went to Croatia. I mean, I know he left Charlton. Which he, team did he, he go, didn't, go to he didn't in get Croatia?
0: Donnie Zagreb?
1: No, I can't remember the name. It, it's not, I don't think, it's a team where he's for sure going to get 90 minutes every 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 match.
0: That's fine. Where would where, yeah. oh, Beckham go? I can't remember. Preston? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that's perfect. I and mean, the
1: reason why I think he went to Croatia was because United I think have a lot of scouts out there because there's about like in the whole youth system I think there's 13 Croatian players yeah, coming up in the, through the United ranks. Like Matej Kovar, he's mm-hmm. Croatian, so I think they just have a lot of scouts out there that were like if you if you send him here, they'll get he'll play 90 minutes every match, which is exactly what you need.
0: Croatia's a good pool too because yeah. I feel like they they produce. Uh, I mean they
1: produced Modric, Rakitic and those are two they were two of the best midfielders of the past 7 years.
0: I feel like well they they also they they uh they develop a large range of types of positions. So like yeah. when you look at midfielders you pitch. see yeah, you see Kovacic, you see uh you see uh, I forgot about Kovacic. Brozovic, well, yeah. all like all different types yeah. of midfielders when you get the wingers same thing, strikers same thing when you've yep. got Revic, you've got a uh, uh, like, uh, Mandzukic, you know, all yeah. different range of got, players. That's yeah, really good. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Um, and then Chong. Astra
0: 1961 is the name of the, uh. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Tai Chong went to, uh, what's it called? Club Rouge. He left, uh, Wolfsburg.
0: They've got a good academy, so that, that'll probably, like, they yeah. have good training, so that'll be a good move for him.
1: Um, and then, uh. So, I can't remember. So there was some Laird at dawn's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laird at dawn's. So there next some... year, when
0: all these players come back, who like whose spots are they filling? After after Laird, watching, I, um, I
1: think I, I think Laird comes in. And he's he's one well, back backup. I think as long as he stays fit, which is I think the main concern for him, like Eric Bye, um, they might send him out on loan again, just one more season, to make sure that he can play a whole season without mm-hmm. um, getting injured, and then they'll give him his contract and then um Garner I think will probably go out on loan again cuz I don't think he's up physic like physically to it yet and Levitt definitely will be gone for another like get loaned out for another year Chong might come in and he would be a solid if he gets minutes at club bruges he might be a solid uh, option for uh when you rotate the squad but with Ahmad coming in, and if Dan James keeps playing the way he's playing, I don't think there's really much need for Chong. So if you can get, if not can get 25 million for him, I think you, you, uh, I think they would have tripled their profit from him, and then he can go on and have whatever kind of career he wants. Why
0: would we sell Chong though? Like if we were to sell Chong, why would why?
1: So say you got Rashford, Martial, Dan James, Ahmad Diallo, and then United. Are supposed to be bringing in a winger in the summer, whether it's Sancho, whether it's Dembele, whether it's whoever. They're supposed to be bringing in a, a, a full-on right winger. So and we're then, not thinking
0: about getting anybody out. You don't think we're not? Oh,
1: Ollie is definitely thinking about. I'm, I'm, not, I'm out. not talking
0: about bottom barrel. I'm talking about players that he might have been playing like. It. Oh
1: yeah, I th- I mean I, I've said this to you before. I think Martial is not in his long-term future. I, I think, don't either. I think yeah. I think if. Especially after this season. Because, I mean, clearly he's been trying to bring in a, a, a true number nine for the past two two years since he's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, Greenwood finally got looks. Yeah, he played fairly solid yesterday as, so uh, as number nine. Um, I think that um, United might... I think this season, this this summer transfer, into what you're going to see is a lot of player swap deals. Because I, I don't think every team has enough money. And so, like, Real Madrid want... Pogba and they need a midfielder and United want Varane, and they need a center back so just swap the two and I th- feel like that's a fair fair trade. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. then so I think United might do something like that with Martial to Dortmund maybe um, where they give Dortmund Martial and then they can give him another 20 30 million for Sancho. We can or Zagadou even. I wouldn't yeah. mind picking well, him up. The thing about Zagadou is he's he's yeah, yeah. It, and with if you like the game yesterday with Eric Baye and Harry Maguire, mm. Harry Maguire and Eric Baye together are such a good center back partnership, and I feel so much more secure with the two of them together than Lindelof. because I feel like whenever Maguire and Lindelof play each other, they're always trying to cover each other, mm. whereas Maguire and Baye they're always like pushing each other, like you do this, you do this, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, and I found out the only the reason why Baye missed the past few weeks was because he he was on his way to training and got in a car accident because <laughs> he was driving like a fucking madman <laughs> yeah
0: you just can't
1: he can't he's just he's he lives life 365
0: <laughs> the thing is if, if you if you've got a center back who's going to juke out three people in the midfield and yeah. and ship you know shelve it off chances are he's going to get in more situations just like that and yeah. get his ass injured and so, and then yeah, he, he he goes head first into fire, dude, yeah, I, I and, love
1: it, but. and what's his name um I can't remember who who what his name is, but he said that he was in Manchester after a match one time, and there's a giant roundabout that was was blocked up, and uh he said that he was in the middle of it, and then all of a sudden you look over and there's a range rover going up through the middle of the of the roundabout, and it was Eric bit <laughs> oh my oh, God. Road. so that's that's the player you're dealing with you know what I mean
0: I love it though yeah Yeah, I mean even when he tried to bike it yeah twice no there was no shot it was going (laughs) out didn't even make clean contact he just wanted to do it I mean
1: remember he was out for six months played with the U23s last year and the first thing he did was try and (laughs) do a bike in the first ten minutes
0: when he gets it I'll be so happy for him too (laughs) I'll be so happy for him yeah I was um, watching a video today talking about uh, it was that Shaw video and they were asking who's like the biggest personality in the club is and that and uh, he was just saying that like Eric Bailly is the most beloved person in that dressing yeah. room. Oh yeah, I'm yeah.
1: without doubt in my mind, everyone. He's, I don't. He's so on the field. He's such a savage. But then, like looking at his Instagram stories and, yeah. and Snapchat stories, like he, you, you can't not love the guy. Pogba like, walks
0: up to him and goes, "My soldier." Like every yeah. time he <laughs> sees him, it's so funny.
1: Yeah. Um. And then I think uh, yesterday was I think for the the fringe players I think it was a really solid performance. I think uh, Dean Henderson really made himself look good coming out and um, claiming the ball in, his, in the box. Um,
0: yeah, he's he's about to be number one. Yeah, I mean there's, it's only I
1: think well again I think he's he's definitely going to be the he's the cup goalkeeper for sure. But I think Ollie's still going to stick with De Gea for the rest of the season at least. And then. Um, but it is interesting that they added Sergio Romero back to the 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 list of goalkeepers in January. Really? Yeah. So I don't know what that's about.
0: Um. I think uh I think there was more to the Juan Mata deal uh, after after associated that when he was talking to um Modrić and David Silva yeah. and one of their trainers.
1: Yeah. Someone said uh give Sociedad Mata in, for Porto for, for uh well, I saw it for Yanazai, which is like. Yes, I didn't make it to begin with. So. I,
0: he was non-existent in yesterday's yeah. game.
1: I think I think for the first 20 minutes he was probably their best player, but then um United I think United played at a Premier League level intensity against them and they mashed it for the first 30 minutes and then when United scored I think they crumbled. And then the second mm-hmm. half they 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 just could not keep up. Yeah. And then Ollie he said after the after the game he's like he said they're going to play a high line, we knew that, so we just played Dan James and Marcus and let them run through which it Worked the entire game, mm-hmm. and then Marcus had two times where he was in, hit keeper, and then Dan James had that uh, one time that he was in, and then he kicked it right at the keeper, and then his his goal was fairly good. I was I was kind of like pass to Diallo, pass to he's right there, yeah, pass yeah, to yeah. The You got your debut goal, give him one. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but yeah, I I, I don't blame I don't blame him for taking that. Um He's played fairly solid, and I think that was a good performance for him. in the past. even his
0: his passing options and his handling of the ball were a lot better have, last yeah, game. Yeah, a I lot think, better.
1: I think he's definitely grown in confidence. And then uh, Diallo for his seven minute spell looked looked really good. I I still don't know. I mean. The hype around him is is dope, but again, he came on against a team who was down four 0 who probably were just like, "I just want to get out of here." So I
0: I think what's going to help Diallo, uh, I mean, obviously he has a skill set or else we wouldn't have bought him. But he, I think it's his attitude with this. Like he walked into that game a world beater. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like he walked in and was like, "I'm about to juke out three of y'all. Be ready." Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that was the attitude he had. Like he doesn't care. Uh, he, he's ages but a
1: number to that dude. Him uh, him and, and Greenwood will be uh, that'll be a really interesting. I thought Greenwood played... No, I think the past four games that Greenwood's played, he's deserved a goal and an assist, and he just... That... He makes the perfect last pass, but whoever he's passing it to or crossing it to isn't there. And then, um, I think he's just uh, getting... Whenever he's in the box, he has two players on him immediately, on both sides, because they know he's going to shoot early. So, mm-hmm. I think... He's he's definitely looking at his game past few games. He's definitely become more of a creator, which is which is pretty cool. But um, I just hope he starts scoring again because I feel like his. I think other
0: teams have like they've made him become a creator. I don't think it was like a he chose to overnight. Like like you said, when they're shutting him down like that, then you can't get a shot off. Yeah, yeah. You gotta create. I
1: think he's definitely um, coming into his own though. I think now that he's kind of over that whole Iceland thing and then his friend. Um, dying and all this other crap that the media keeps coming out with him, saying that he, like this week they came out with another thing saying um, mm-hmm. that he uh, that he allegedly raped a girl, and then it was like proven within hours that he's like never even had contact with this girl.
0: There so. is another one that uh, somebody posted it side by side, both from the Telegraph, uh, same week, might even have been the same day, but one of them said like Man City's wonder kid. Uh, Phil Foden, and then the other one said, "What kind of man will uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Mason Greenwood yeah, be?" It's yeah. like they were in the same hotel room. Yeah,
1: and uh, the, like the, there's a common theme to that because the same thing happened to Raheem Sterling, and the same thing happened was happening to Marcus Rashford until he started basically making the government overturn their decisions, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, you can't touch Marcus Rashford." But uh, but yeah, I mean, it was the same. It was the same thing with. With uh, Raheem Sterling,
0: he got it the worst.
1: He and, and he was calling them out, and they were still doing it and getting away with it. So, I mean, I, I there, you can't like, and it's just so weird because because these are the same companies that are talking about like uh, racial justice and stuff, yet they're doing they're so clearly making racial stories, and it's it's absolutely ridiculous like how can you say the two guys in the same room together you say one is a wonder kid and then you say the other guy is what kind of man is he gonna be like what kind of man are you to create a story about a nineteen year old kid
0: could also be 40 chess them doing it just so people interact with it
1: I mean yeah it definitely is because I mean, oh, well, in shit, that but, in that sense but the well, it's it's clear the past has been it's been about uh it's been a racial thing which there's so much evidence that it that it is because I mean look at um, Harry Kane he's never once had a bad thing written written about him mm. Raheem Sterling that until last year where he finally told him like if you write another story a negative story about me I'm going to sue you You it's should have already done yeah yeah I mean and then Deli Ali they they were shitting on him and it's just it it is kind of ridiculous and I I get why. I completely understand why people get upset about it because it's it's glaringly obvious. But and mm-hmm. it's we were talking about this in our groupmates. It's, it's so now that like uh, who was it Brentford? They didn't kneel for before the game because they were like there's no point in doing it. You're just doing it to do it at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I completely agree with that. Like there's kneeling before a game, like it doesn't mean anything anymore. You're just doing it so you don't look like an asshole. Like you like nothing of social justice has happened in England since they started kneeling. Yeah. Even in the U.S., nothing nothing has happened. So all this stuff about, um,
0: yeah, I hate the bullshit saying like we're here in solidarity. Uh, yeah. I hate that word first and foremost. Yeah. But uh, like, like you've been saying, like the people, same people are saying we stand with you in solidarity. The ones like posting these articles yeah, in the exactly. first place. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, it, and it's the, the hypocrisy is, is unreal. And I, I, I like the the fact that people don't call out other people for it just because they don't they don't want to be called an asshole or get something written about them is is utterly ridiculous but um i i know that ollie has had um and and uh what's his name pep guardiola i know that in manchester they they before press conferences they say if you ask any questions like this you will not come back so that's pretty cool that ollie's actually doing that because fergie would do it on air like they would ask him a question he's like yeah you're banned get out don't come back that's, I would do that yeah. I would
0: publicly shame before yeah. I warned somebody hey don't do something shitty or else yeah. I mean that should be obvious don't do something shitty or else something bad will happen yeah. to you I mean I, I agree with Fergie's method get and, him the fuck out in front yeah, of everybody and then and
1: then, the, then he let that person back in a couple weeks later and he was like do you know why I, uh, I banned you like in front of everyone <laughs> and uh, the person was like yeah and he goes why and he made the person like say why he banned them and, yeah. then, and then he was like okay cool so don't do that again and then they just went on with the press conference Fergie also had the power to just go in and tell them, "This is what I'm talking about. Don't ask me any other questions." Like before press conferences, and I think Jose Mourinho used to do that, but now that he's so off the wall, they don't like they don't even. Well,
0: he he likes the press conferences. Like he, he's, oh, yeah. he he
1: he feeds into them for sure. Yeah,
0: he likes them. I don't think he'd, he'd be the type to just give his spiel yeah. and dip out anymore. Yeah, I've seen Pep kind of do that though, where he's just. Uh, or just him getting, like... Re- he's really good at getting out of questions he do not want to answer. Yeah, yeah, Really good at it. But yeah. it's, like, the temperance that he uses, like, he'll, like, grit his teeth while he's saying, it, like, yeah. you shut the fuck up. Yeah.
1: Dude, but Klopp is so bad at it. Like, he do- he needs to have, like, a... Yeah, he gets p- pissed Dude, he... Yeah. He gets <laughs> salty stuff.
0: He gets pissed. He's like, he's like
1: why, why do you ask me this question? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's good shit. And, and one then time- he answers it, though. Yeah. <laughs> then he answers yeah and then there was a question like two weeks ago that the person was like asked him about why Liverpool aren't scoring or whatever and he said he said like why are you asking me this like other teams aren't scoring but you're gonna you're just gonna count us because we're not scoring and stuff like that it's like no you know what I'll tell you why (laughs) I (laughs) think he's ridiculous Like, like I I respect Klopp when it comes to his team having bad performances because he won't say like my players are crap or my players aren't playing well he'll Blame something else, which is, which is what you want from a manager. You don't want your manager going out like Mourinho did and saying yeah. like, "My center backs aren't good enough." And um, I think him and Ollie do that both to uh, a detriment because it makes them seem like they're deluded. But I mean, this is the—I don't think any Liverpool player will tell you that Klopp is a bad manager or any of them have a problem with him. And I think it's the same with Ollie. But then if you go to if you go to Spurs or. United, when Jose was there, obviously he had a problem with Pogba, obviously he had a problem with Martial, obviously he had a problem with... Deli. Uh, with, uh, with Deli Rose. now. Yeah. yeah, with Danny Rose, and he had a problem with Ndombele at first. So, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, when your manager is... Like, it, it makes them seem really stupid whenever they're saying, like, oh, it was the wind's fault, like the wind was blowing, like the other team didn't have the effect of the wind as well. But... Um, it makes them seem stupid, but I, I kind of respect it because then your your players still are like, okay, yeah. like, And then, sometimes if your players listen to that, they're probably like, yeah, okay, definitely, it wasn't completely our fault. Like, we, we know we play bad, but we know that we... Oh, on the
0: other side, yeah, that, but on the other yeah. side, they, you know, they're also probably thinking,
1: like, I'll, I'll fight for this dude for covering my yeah. ass on yeah, this. You exactly. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is, which is what you gotta respect, and when people say that... Like, I get, I get it with Klopp, because he's just way too ridiculous about it, but with, with, uh, and I, I, mean, I get it with Ollie too, but I, I, I don't think that either, like, them saying that is, like, how they actually feel, which is what people, people believe. And it, it it's, and it it's comes more
0: obvious with Ollie too, because with Klopp, he'd be like, it was the wind and just look yeah. dead into the camera, but with Ollie, you can see him kind of, like, looking around, like, you know, making it more Trying clearly him, yeah. that, like, yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you guys saw what happened. I'm not yeah. going to say it, though. And, and like, I do like, demeanor.
1: The, when people take him. Verbatim, what he says in like press conferences or in interviews, it is baffling to me that they still follow along with it. Because he said he said he wanted to keep Chris Smalling, that Chris Smalling was a great player. He wanted to keep Lukaku, that he's a great player. He wanted to keep uh, Sanchez, that he's a great player. He's wanted he's wanting to make sure that Jesse gets back to the form he's at. Like, is
0: that the only way you can say that though without causing any really bad press? No, yeah, it's straight but, up but lying then, to them. You but, know
1: yeah, but then like look at Mourinho, and the second that. He didn't get his center backs. He goes, yeah, Chris Smalling is good enough. Phil Jones definitely is good enough. Eric Bailly came in, and he got he gets injured all the time, so there's no point in United you know, even having him. And then Lindelof was bought for him. Like, he bought Lindelof, and he was like, I don't I don't even really like Lindelof. So, I mean, you can take Mourinho at face value for that, but when Ollie is saying one thing and then clearly doing something completely different, I don't know how people still think that he's being... Well, for
0: Mourinho saying that about the center backs is fifty percent of his uh, uh, firing. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, all he's saying that, I think it's to save face and to save bad press, while also handling it in the back room. I'm sure. While, I'm, I'm sure that talks of Lukaku leaving happened prior to Ollie oh, saying yeah. he's staying. Yeah. You see what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it was already. Disclose that, like, hey Lukaku, you're on your way out. Yeah, I'm gonna tell the quiet. press that you're here because I don't want any shit going either way.
1: Yeah, because remember when he was still a United player, and I think United had a game like two or three days later, he left and went back to Anderlecht in in uh, Belgium. Mm-hmm. So like, <clears throat> clearly, there was a problem there. And then and then, I think the the final nail in the coffin was when uh, he posted all the uh, the the running times, and he was like. I'm the like everyone saying that I'm the slowest player will look at this and he was the fastest player and then he made, he kind of threw Luke Shaw under the bus because he he was told to go 50 percent and he he was, he was he was he was slower than Mata who so, was Shaw in the in that in that video like he was the fastest player down to the slowest and it was like Lukaku Rashford Martial, and then it, like the middle was like with Pogba and then the end was like um, De Gea Mata Luke Shaw. It's probably right after injury. He's probably, <laughs> probably recovering. I, it, was, it was probably because he had too many uh, McChicken's that morning or something. But I will, and again, I'll give it to Luke Shaw. He has done phenomenal the past few games, and I hope he keeps up that form. But the the thing that's annoying about him is his laziness. That is the only thing that upsets me about him.
0: I just you you can't cry about his laziness and praise his crosses at the same time. <laughs> You, you can't. I won't let you.
1: <laughs> uh, Bruno, best player in the world right now, for sure.
0: Uh, if he doesn't win the Ballon d'Or, it's really. I was watching something on Ribery the other day too. His 2012 season won everything there was to win, broke a couple records, yeah. uh, and then Ronaldo came second in La Liga and didn't win a Champions League. Yeah. Like Ribery, and yeah. Ribery still did not. Oh, he he also had most goals and assists for France in that year's uh, Euro. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. And I mean, it's completely, it's clearly robbed. it's clearly been. I mean, Lewandowski should have won it. What was it last year? Mm, that yeah. Messi won it. I think Messi won it last no, year. No, right? they didn't have it last year. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Which it's is still kind of like what year what the it was? Fun. It's not like they didn't play. Yeah, it. and then the year that uh, Modric won it, it was like he had it an okay World Cup, and other than that, I mean, you they Van had to like, pick
0: a steady medium between Messi and Ronaldo. They, they were trying to like yeah, not yeah, do them. Yeah. And, uh, but Modric shouldn't have been the dude. Who know. should have won then, if not Modric? That season,
1: I think I think it's Lewandowski. He's con- he's consistently always won everything. And I think the I think that year they got knocked out of Champions League when he was injured. So mm-hmm. I I mean Lewandowski in the pa- in the past like four or five years has definitely been at least the third best player. Maybe maybe the maybe the best player because I mean last year Ronaldo had an okay season. They got knocked out of Champions League pretty early, and I think he just he got like 36 goals in 36 games, which is still insane. And Messi had a really bad year, and then the year that Messi came second and Van Dijk came third, and Modric won. I think uh, Ronaldo obviously he was he was injured or something for that season, and then uh, Messi was did, did like kind of okay, and then Van Dijk was definitely the best center back in the world. And I think honestly, maybe Van Dijk. Van Dijk should have but, won. Yeah, actually. Um, but then the years before that, even when Messi won it, the year before that, he didn't deserve to win it. Neither did Ronaldo. I, I like, there's st- th- like their stats have been going down slowly, like mm-hmm. not not, like they just drop off. But their stats have clearly been going down, and Lewandowski's has kind of been like staying solid for that same amount of time. So like, they're just dropping down, and he they're finally like meeting Lewandowski's, but he's still staying consistent while Messi's is dropping down. I think he's taken like a hundred shots this year in, in La Liga and he's only scored 12 goals which is kind of a not very kind of, messy of him yeah Yeah. Um, and then obviously right now I mean looking at Mbappe play I think that game against Barcelona this week I don't. I don't want to say it's a fluke because he's done it before, but he uh, the the team has to be built around him. So when Neymar comes back in for PSG and the team is like about Neymar again, mm-hmm. I don't think you are going to see a performance like that from Mbappe again. Did
0: you uh, Did you see that the stats of it was Mbappe has the most goals at, in the Champions League at 18, 19, 20, 21, and twenty two. However, Holland uh, is he obviously can't beat the eighteen and nineteen. Yeah, but he's on course to beat the 20, 21, 22 uh, yeah. most goals. I mean and how which, many goals does he have this season? Holland?
1: Yeah in 18. Champions League. No, no, that's oh that's all time, yeah. Um I think this year he's at 40. he was tied with Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford I think had five. five. Yeah, yeah. Now he has six. seven uh, Holland has seven. Rashford has yeah, six, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Dude I I've And Messi not,
0: wasn't even on that chart until age twenty one. Yeah, Just I mean to put it's that the same with Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. was though; he was only at like 19, but he was scoring goals for uh, Lyon. Yeah, yeah.
1: But that, but this comes to the to the conversation that we had like a, a long time ago. Is now that Holland and Mbappe are having this these insane seasons at 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, when they're 27, 28, 29, 30, are they still going to be the same player? Or are they going to drop off like like Rooney did? Are they going to ruin or Ronaldo? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Like, because um, like cause, like if if anything. Marcus Rashford is on track to be to be Ronaldo and Messi, right? The way that his career's gone so far. It's literally the same trajectory as Ronaldo's as of right now. And Bappe's and Holland's is the same as Rooney's. but Rooney was up here at first and then as his career he went down, you know what I mean? You said whose was on the same as Ronaldo's? Rashford's. The way that, like the, his stats are literally the exact same as Ronaldo going into Ronaldo's season where he first got 30 goals. So, okay. Like, like next year, if Rashford gets thirty goals, it's literally the same Parallel. exact, yeah. the same exact thing. Um, well, and Rashford this season has not been playing well, <laughs> and he still has twenty seven goal involvements, mm-hmm. and he's been playing like shit. Yeah, he's played well against Leipzig, and he played That's what okay. bothers me because
0: of how dominant like he,
1: yeah, he has can been be. in the yeah. past, you know, and and. He was okay last night. Like the second half, he was a lot better. The first half, he was very wasteful. And whenever he would have the ball, he would dribble and just dribble into three defenders. And it's just like just pass the ball. He, he gets the ball and
0: stops a lot. He, he, I feel like he never keeps the play moving unless he, it's, unless it's all, it's like a counter in the box. Yeah, He'll yeah, keep it moving. Yeah, yeah but agree. whenever he gets it on the side, he like he just
1: sits there with his back to the line and weighs his options instead of. Make. I will say sometimes when he does that that. He's he's looking he's stopping and looking up for Bruno to make that run into the box, which I think United have scored like four goals off of that so far this season. I know he scored against uh, Everton that way when mm-hmm. Bruno got that flicked header. That I think it should have been Rashford's goal because I think it barely hit Bruno's head, like it flicked off of Bruno's hair. And then uh, again the other night, I mean that yeah, but first goal that's Rashford kind of should have got the assist like, for it, that.
0: If but. Rashford's that fat, like so put Juan motto where Rashford's playing. Then if you're going to do that
1: yeah I mean yeah I agree but. <laughs> yeah, I mean like for, you want Rashford taking people on down the line if you're when? the
0: fastest at the club and you're not being fast the I mean Dan James paced five times yesterday I'm not I'm yeah. not saying play like Dan James but I'm saying if you're that fast use yeah it, no yeah I you agree. know um, or get him behind a line because he, he'll stand adjacent like 15 yards off of the right back. And won't even press the line. He'll get yeah. the ball and oh, then yeah. they he's, press him. He's
1: he's gotten real lazy about defending mm-hmm.
0: No, I'm attacking even. Like I oh. I feel like for who he is, he's dropping too deep to receive yeah. the ball where he he's, yeah. he's not a controller. He's he's a pace and finisher every day. That's yeah. how he's always been. And and now he's got like a new like controlling role. I don't know if that was brought on by Ollie or Rashford's decision. But Because
1: remember he started that after lockdown He's a lockdown finisher, last he's not a year. playmaker. You know he started what I mean? doing that after lockdown. Yeah. Um And then, uh, but, dude, I've watched uh, Dortmund, like, four or five times this year, and every time I've watched them, Highland is, like, levels above everyone.
0: uh, Dude, I've seen him orchestrate whole plays, too.
1: It's, and it's, he'll come back to the halfway line, win the ball, do a trick, pass it off, Mm -hmm. and then you see this dude turn and run. As fast as he can. He ducks passed. down, so
0: he's more aerodynamic, dude. too. It's weird. Like it, he, yeah, he the way he runs boom. is super weird. <laughs> yeah. But
1: he is so fast and strong. And the dude, like the, I think it was their first goal for them this the other night against Sevilla. He wins the ball on the halfway line, passes it around Sancho, and then passes it to Drew Bellingham then makes a run, gets the ball, passes to Sancho, keeps the run going, and Sancho just chips it up over the one defender and hollers there and smacks it in. Like, he's... If you watch him, you'll... I've never seen a player play like him before. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that if someone buys him, I don't think anyone's going to buy him this summer because I think it's going to be an astronomical amount to get him when you can buy him for $75 million in... Not this summer, but the summer after. Mm -hmm. For... um, but the one thing about him is he's never going to be at a club for more than four seasons maybe. So it's like do you want to get him now while he's banging and maybe he has a injury where he doesn't do as well on the later in his career or do you want to wait for him to mature more and then become like a, just an out and out finisher?
0: he's leaving after this season.
1: I don't think he I don't think he will win aren't
0: getting Champions League.
1: That's a, yeah, that could be a point. <laughs> But I, I don't think if
0: Dorman don't get Champions League then he will. But if Dorman if Dorman don't get Champions League, they're gonna sell more than Sancho.
1: Yeah, I mean they're already wanting to sell more than Sancho. I think they want to sell the Kanji as well. And um, yeah, they got to get. I mean, they're not they're not making the cut. Yeah, I mean, they they got to get rid of people. Yeah. Um, as of right now, I think I still think they have a chance because the way that they played against Sevilla, I think because they're only six points off top four, so it's it's not that much. And the teams that are above them. They're they're better than and um uh yeah I think um I don't I don't if if Norman get don't get top four, Holland's leave. But if they do get top four, he'll be there for one more season because no one will be able to pay the, the money for him. And then and what do you think his
0: value is? Oh, right the, now.
1: Yeah. Oh Oh, two hundred. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. Easily, and then um Mbappe, I don't think is. I know that PSG are giving him a new contract, but I know he wants to go to Real Madrid, and I know that Real Madrid want him. And he's their number one transfer target this summer, which, like, you already have Vinicius, you already have Rodrigo, you have Hazard.
0: and Yeah, but they're, they're not about to bench Mbappe. But the thing is, it's even if Mbappe gets there, they're not producing with the talent that they do have. I would yeah. I, and if you're in Mbappe it, yeah. it's not like anybody's not going to want you in 2 years. Yeah. So I would stay at PSG, keep killing it, keep your form up until there's a Real Madrid to go to because yeah. I, I or, wouldn't or go to Real Madrid right else. now.
1: But I mean, he's got I think he's got the rest of this year and next year on his contract and I think he goes for a free transfer, not this summer but the next summer. I'm not positive on that. It might be two summers. But hmm. Um. Yeah, Sancho has gonna leave Dorman because Dorman are desperate for money, and I think he might be. If he goes for fifty, if he goes for more than eighty million, I'll be surprised.
0: He's he's in a dispensable position there. Like they've they've got a lot of depth in his spot. They've got Reyna, yeah, they've got Reiner, Reiner they've got yeah. uh, Royce. I mean, they've got a slew yeah. of people that can play that. Dorgan Hazard, Brant, a slew of people yeah. that can play that spot. Maybe not as good as Sancho, but if he's the most expensive.
1: Yeah, you're going to sell him. Yeah, you're going to make bank um, off of him. And then Chelsea having hudson doy, I mean, they're, the, the amount that he's playing now, he's not going to leave. But, I mean, Havertz for $90 million. I think he's injured now, but you bought him for $90 million and he so far this season, he has to be the biggest flop, just based on price tag alone. It's got to be him or Tiago. Thiago. Yeah, I would say that Thiago, because Thiago was only $25 million, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, for I sure. Think, mm-hmm. um, based on form, yeah, it's definitely him or Thiago. But th- I, Biggest loss. All over, yeah. yeah, it has to be Havertz. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, I've said this before, he's going to be one of the best midfielders in the world, but this season
0: has been awful for him. Same for, I mean, Zayac didn't cost that much, yeah. but what's going to happen with Zayac? Does he, yeah, and then you have Pulisic as well. I don't know, Pulisic ain't going to leave. I don't know. I don't know if that they'd lose an entire American market. Now, do you know how many Americans bought that Chelsea jersey?
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree, but yeah. I don't think Tuchel cares. Rome, and I, I honestly don't think Abramovich cares either. I, I don't know that
0: uh, that Pulisic's too far away from a uh, a Tuchel player,
1: though. Hey, I mean, he's already played
0: under him. Yeah, but I mean that that style of play is reminiscent of how Odoy plays. So I don't, I don't know if they're. Yeah. You know, I I can see wanting to get rid of of Zayak as a winger if that's. Yeah.
1: Uh, where he is going to have to play
0: if, I can see that
1: and then I saw um, Leicester are in for uh, Samore from Lille oh dude yeah Samore and, and Didi. yeah
0: but then oh. where you, then you have Tillman's. where do you put Tillman's? I mean obviously it'd be like a rotation Samore's Sumire, yeah. only 22 oh okay yeah, he's young young blood and then um,
1: someone said the other day give Wolves 100 million for uh, Ruben Neves and uh, Pedro no, I don't know. Fuck Traoré. I want Neto. Yeah, Neto, but you won't get Neto for you won't get Neto and Re- <laughs> and Neves for a hundred million. But Pedro Neto is definitely
0: man. How much <laughs> would uh, they bought him dirt cheap? How much do you think they'd sell him for? He's only got Pedro like Neto s- right now.
1: He's only got like six, seven, eight goal contributions this year. Oh, still look at look at how he plays. You know I mean? understand, but and man. I think last year he scored against City, Liverpool, and Tottenham, and all three of them were called for offside, but they were all like that offside that shouldn't have been called.
0: Yeah. No, um, dude. I know. I think he's. I think he's well. Good I think
1: you there. can get Neves for probably around thirty, forty million, and then Neto. I think you'd probably be paying closer to sixty, but because he's not an English player, I think you probably could get him for forty. So I think you could. You maybe could. It depends on Wolves because Wolves are.
0: Well, could you play Neves in a lone six? Hey, if that's what we're looking for, I know. I think he'd look damn nice next to McTominay. Yeah, but. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Is he actually? He's, he's, he's been in the Tom talks Man. for years to come to Manu.
1: Yeah, and dude, he's only twenty-three. He's young. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and what? Neto is uh twenty. Twenty. Like. Yeah,
0: um, yeah that that. I'd <sighs> take Neto in a heartbeat.
1: Oh yeah, I think anyone would though. The way he plays right now. I'd like um, to get McNeil back.
0: I mean, Neil's wasting away at Burnley.
1: Uh, I don't know. I feel like he's a solid player, but I don't think he's he's uh he's that left midfielder or that winger that you'd want. Like, I mean, when you bring in McNeil, you have Rashford already. Yeah, you then, can, he's left-footed, you can play him on the right. Yeah, but ugh, I think United need more of like an out and out winger. I don't think they need like a someone who cuts in because I mean, we've been having that and it hasn't been really working that well and then um, then in McNeil you have a mod you brought a mod in for that position for the future mm-hmm. so I think if United needs to get a center back but everyone's going to be needing a center back this season everyone Barcelona want one Madrid want one because they're losing Ramos for sure supposedly like he might be just doing it for another contract and then Varane wants out uh, United need a center back Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool want a center back. Chelsea want to get a center back. Um, who else? City, they don't need a center back. They don't need anyone, but they're still going to buy like five people, just just so other teams can't have them. They're letting Aguero leave, so they're definitely going for a striker this year.
0: Which is scary. Yeah, who do they go? For? Oh fuck! <laughs> uh. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> God damn it! <coughs> and you, then, you don't think you would, do
1: you? I think you might. Put money. But fuck.
0: Uh, uh, he'll he'll be playing false nine. <laughs> He's not gonna be out on the wing or in a four four two at Barcelona.
1: Yeah, I know. He'll be
0: in a false. He'll be in um, the false nine he thrived with, in with Gundogan with. a
1: and De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva and
0: Morris. (laughs) with equivalent players like to the team that he had close to it I mean in terms of like quality in the midfield yep yeah
1: fuck off dude I I don't know although Barcelona offered him a million a week which is hard to turn down are they going to play academy players (laughs) no they're not yeah well they're already playing academy players this year it's paying off. It is doing a lot better to be for me. Um but yeah, imagine imagine him going to city. Fuck then, that then, dude. Hey, imagine, imagine that Portuguese
0: kid you know, He comes back. my Ronnie? You, yeah. you think Ronnie's coming Ronnie's not coming back, dude. <laughs> Ronnie would have been back if he was coming <laughs> back. <laughs> he, was coming back. <laughs> he was coming back and then Fernie was like, ah, I'm gonna retire instead. Yeah, but what if he did though? He wouldn't have all those champions
1: leagues. If he comes back, yeah, he doesn't have those Champions League, but I think, because when Fergie was retiring, we still had Vidic, Ferdinand, I think, under Fergie, probably could have lasted one more season. Then you still have Skulls, Carrick, Giggs, Rooney, Rooney, Van Persie. Like you still had a solid team, yeah, and and a you slew still of had decent players in the match. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all we were missing was like because Van Persie got injured that second season, and uh, we were missing that out-and-out goal score because I, Rooney was wasn't
0: doing it that year. I can't see Ronaldo being near as good as he was at Madrid if he. Oh no, at no, no, no! He, if
1: he comes, if he happens to come back to United, he's playing nine. Yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying if he came back under Fergie. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, I don't think he would have been as good at menu had he come back under Fergie as he was.
1: Well, I mean, at they, Madrid. They, Real Madrid He would have won a league at United every single year that he came back, sure. without question. Yeah, but yeah, whether or not he would win all the Champions Leagues. They, I United probably would have won one, but mm-hmm. he wouldn't have won four in five years or whatever it was. I agree yeah, with that. yeah. Um. Although, <laughs> if Fergie <laughs> had stayed and he was actually put. Pl- able to pull out the plan that he wanted to before he was told no I think United probably could have gone on a run like that because there was something that happened I can't remember what it was but United also in every cup run that they have they get the hardest teams look at this year in FA Cup so far they've had um, Watford who are top of the league in championship which okay championship team yeah but then they had—I can't remember who they had before that. But then they had Liverpool, West Ham, and now the next match is Spurs. I wouldn't say that we get the hardest teams. Wait, Spurs. I, I'd right.
0: say I'd say City gets the easier teams. And oh,
1: what I mean by that is like we should be the hardest
0: team. You see, see my yeah, play. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think City just gets away with it every single time. Wait, no,
1: wait. Do we play? Who do we play in the FA Cup next? I can't remember, but yeah, City City always get the easy the easy route. Oh, what cup is Sunderland going
0: to? They've been freaking out on Twitter lately.
1: Oh, it's um, that leasing dot com trophy. I think it's like it's like basically the league cup for champions, like, like uh, League One and League Two. Are they in League One? Yeah, they dropped down two league two divisions in in two years. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I saw
0: Shawcross went to go. Uh, went to Miami with uh, Neville. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: We were talking about Cross the other day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's hilarious. Is he a coach uh, or is he a player? Fuck, hard to tell. He man. has to be a player or a coach at this point. Yeah, he yeah, because he to was be.
0: he was late thirties too yeah. on the end of his
1: career. Yeah, yeah. he's got to be a coach. I didn't um, know he and Neville were like really close though. I didn't know either. But all those English guys all know each other. Yeah. Um. Then then uh, Chilwell with Chelsea. What do you, what what is going on there? Do you think he's 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 definitely out of starting starting spot. Didn't even get a. Ch- did, hasn't even really gotten a chance to prove that he could play that wingback role. But
0: this is it's it's identical to the same thing that happened under um, when Conte came in for Chelsea. Is we saw Victor Moses playing an entire year, and after he has been yeah. at the club and never played a game. Yeah. Um. I, I think under different coaches and different systems, they see different things that appeal to them for their for
1: success in yeah. their system. Obviously, Alonso is a component. Um, but I feel like Chilwell can do everything that Alonso can, but Alonso can't do everything that Chilwell can. The thing is, it's
0: such a it's such a weird balance that, like, if, if if with how he has that starting lineup positioned, it's it's like the butterfly effect to an extent. Like, if you put Chilwell there, a series of of different positionings from other players might occur yeah. because Chilwell got back and covered a spot that Alonso usually doesn't. Yeah, does that I mean, make sense? Yeah, like, I see what you're saying. And it's not like a huge thing, but the, it's little instances like that that can lose you a game. So then
1: let's let's see, Chelsea starting lineup the past. I
0: mean, obviously they're missing Thiago Silva, so we and I'm not saying something. that Chilwell doesn't have a spot in that team or he's not good enough, but I'm no, saying yeah, that yeah. for what Tuchel see, yeah. sees in
1: that area. So you have Chilwell who is 50 million, Ziyech who is 40 million, you have Pulisic who is 70 million, and you have Havertz who is 90 million. Now Havertz and Pulisic, I think are injured or were injured or something but even when they were available that's a shit ton of money that you're just letting go and all of them are on 200,000 plus a week every single one of them Havertz is on on 300,000 a week what's now see this is odd because
0: um if if Lampard was being pressured to play the players that were bought as we assumed. Then you'd think that when
1: Tuchel comes in... He'd have the same thing. But he'd have the same I, but obligation. The thing, but this is the thing about Tuchel. Is that at Dortmund and at PSG, it was the same situation. Like, he came into PSG, which is the Rich Club, and he wouldn't start Mbappe sometimes. Because he was like, I, I don't need him. And he wouldn't start Di Maria, who is on absurd wages. And so, I, I don't... and that, And he always has a bad rapport with the board whenever he leaves. Which... What 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 was it at Dortmund? Two years And his two years of PSG. So it's got to be
0: financial then, or you know, a principle of, of that kind. Because if as successful as he's
1: been in those places, well, well, he won one cup at Dortmund, and then he just won French league shit with PSG, which everyone could. So I see what you're saying, but yeah, yeah, I don't think he even cares if it, like financially. He's like, this is my, this is how I'm playing. This is the players I want. Right. You have these players; they're not going to fit, so I'm not playing them. Yeah. I think I think that's. That's oh, another thing.
0: It's like why would you why would you bring in somebody to make your decision? I mean, if, why would you bring in a coach to make decisions you would have made? Yeah, or else you'd be the coach. Yeah. So, uh, and I and I feel like Abramovich might have had a little more um, a jurisdiction over Lampard given the history. Of, oh yeah. You sure. see what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah. So I think with Tuchel, it's uh, I think Tuchel probably came in saying, uh, you know. You you, like, you see what yeah. I do at other clubs. Yeah. You know I'm about. I'm probably not going to play the players that you just bought yeah. if they don't fit my system. Hope you're okay with it. If you're not, yeah.
1: Oh well. Um. Yeah, it's super weird. But again, like, like Rudiger and like, Christensen so- <clears throat> both
0: broke into the team. They haven't played all year. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: not. Let's not say they're not quality defenders. And he and because they, they found clean of, sheets, they got rid of Tomori to AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean I, I do think Tuchel's a good uh, a good manager, but I don't think you could say he's better than anyone else in the league really. I mean, I couldn't yet. Yeah, if if he ends up winning shit, then yeah, obviously you can, but like he's only won shit with PSG. And he won one po- pokal with Dortmund in one year, and I'm pretty sure that season Bayern Munich uh, the team that they lost to, they played, like, all their kids, so they, like, knew they were going out of that. Because that, that tournament, I think they only played 60-minute matches. Well, Tuchel wasn't the manager when Dortmund placed,
0: like, 16th, was he? No, that was right after Klopp left. Was Tuchel in charge when Brent and Hazard came in,
1: or was that after? That was last year, so it was after. Okay. He Probably was. Really didn't have a team. He was there when Pulisic was there. Where was he at prior to Dortmund, then? What got him to Mainz. Dortmund? How'd he do there? I mean, okay for Mines. I mean, it was basically the same thing that Klopp did. Literally. Until he went to PSG, it was literally the same thing that Klopp did. They just bought him for Mines because they bought Klopp for Mines. Yeah. Dude. Was, Mainz, Mainz are retarded. had are Dude. That's the dumbest I mean, shit I've heard in my life. Mines had um, Kimmich, Nabry, and... Always forget the third person, but they had those three players, and they all got poached from their uh, youth academies. And uh, where they? In Mainz or Stuttgart? Maybe, maybe. Oh shit! I always get that mixed up. I can see the symbol, and I thought it was Mainz, but I know for I know that Klopp went from Mainz to Dortmund, and then when Klopp left, they brought in this manager. Tuchel was doing solid at Mainz, and then they're like, okay, you're doing well there, you can come here. Which is exactly what they're doing with Gladbach's coach now, where they're like, "Okay, you're doing good there. You can come here now."
0: Gladbach, uh, the coach, he's been doing well the past years. Marco Rose, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. had a good squad too.
1: Yeah, he's also uh, about developing players, which is like Dortmund's whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which Tuchel kind of isn't. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Tuchel so is also
0: only twenty-two. When well, We forget that as well. Yeah. He's still
1: a youth yeah. player, kind of. Um. I bet he feels sick right now, though, considering he left Leicester for $50 million and they're higher in the table right now. And they were doing far better than them a couple of weeks ago. And now he's probably, he's probably still sick because now that Chelsea are doing well, he's not even in the team. Yeah, yeah. where does that put him,
0: <coughs> his mentality? Yeah, so... Do you think he's like a he'll just stay on for another year until he decides he wants to leave or um, unless he gets game time? Shit dude. Uh because with the I mean if with the United way Alonso's playing.
1: If United didn't have a uh tellers already, I could I could have seen United going in for Chilwell as a backup to Shaw for this summer. If if that was still an option. But uh Chilwell I don't think anyone once him back. I mean, I don't think Leicester need him anymore. And then, maybe Arsenal. But Arsenal, I don't think, have the money for that. Liverpool, but they've got Andy Robertson. So, I I, I think Chilwell is kind of stuck. I don't think, I think you're right. I think he'll have to stay another year, bide his time, and then see how it goes. Like, if Alonso gets injured, that's really good for Chilwell and he'll play every game. Yeah. But, um, and is also really old so it, it I don't know I, I think Chilwell is in a really bad spot right now if I'm going to be honest for the time being yeah um, he could even go back to Leicester yeah but Leicester they have well maybe he could go left back because then James Justin would just play right back but or move up to a right mids but
0: James Justin attacks more than he defends yeah. so and he's more effective at attacking than defending Yeah. so
1: I don't know it's kind of weird and then uh Odegaard, I think started for Arsenal yesterday in Europa League. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I watched like ten minutes of it. It's, I feel and bad for I him. I had to turn it off. I feel bad for him, dude.
0: They have like, they they have to play two defensive mids because they only have two center midfielders in the team or three: yeah. Saby, Shaka and Party. Which is,
1: which is so weird though, because if you had, if you have Party, you should be able to play Odegaard and Smith Rowe as two, two tens. That would be insane. Party's a box to box dude. Yeah, I know, but he's he was supposed to be this amazing CDM that I, was coming yeah, in, but in a double pivot. I don't think he's ever played
0: lone six. I think he's only when ever he played when he first in a double pivot. when
1: he first started at Atletico, he was a lone six, and then they moved him to like a box to box in a double pivot with Sal.
0: Yeah, I I just feel like party's too effective at at both to be singled to one though, at attacking yeah. and defending. Well, to be
1: yeah, I, I agree, I, and I think that's what Atleti found out because they were only having him as a sole six and having Koke ahead of him right yeah. and then Sal broke into the team from their academy or mm-hmm. I think from their academy and then he came on and I think he scored two goals against uh, Real Madrid and scored two goals against Barca as a, yeah, mm-hmm. when he first came on that first season and then yeah. they started playing the two of them as a double pivot so mm-hmm. that they could both go up but um, yeah I, I, I agree with you he's a box to, like, he's a box, to box but he I think he has the, the ability to play as a CDM on his own if it comes down to desperate measures. But yeah, uh, I see but again, like we were talking, there's not really that many CDMs in the in the, the entire world right now. That like Matic is really the the last sole CDM <laughs> who is only a CDM. Yeah, they're growing out of fashion, which oh. is weird because everyone seems to be
0: needing them right now. Well I, I think what happens is because of the high demand in center backs, some center defensive mids by me swallowed God, yeah, back into the back yeah. line. Eric uh, Dyer. Eric Dyer. Uh, uh James Garner is one of the only holding mid prospects I can think yeah. of. I mean Declan Rice, yeah. Um fuck Declan Rice man. I know but he's so overrated. He is a holding mid. Um I'd say indeed he's a true holding mid. Rodri for sure. Yeah. yeah. Rodri. oh I forgot about him. Um Fabinho, no doubt. But even but even then, he started out as the fullback. Yeah, Fabinho, mm-hmm. the tall guy for Liverpool. He played fullback for uh, Monaco in that season. Really? Something he would he would play defensive mid, and because it it, it was he's so slow though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was either him and Bakayoko uh, yeah. at defensive mid, or he would
1: play right back. But even all those <laughs> players you still named. Though they still all of them play in like a double pivot. Like Fabinho still gets up pretty like when Liverpool is fully fit. Fabinho still gets up pretty far. He never gets
0: in front of the ball though. That's the di- that's the difference. You'll see McTominay get in front of the ball asking for a pass. Yeah, I mean yeah uh, he did
1: uh, that he did that uh last night and he almost scored off it. But
0: Yeah, but I mean that's goes to my point that yeah, I, he's yeah, not a holding yeah, mid, like yeah. holding mid stay behind the entire play. Yeah. As they're like a, a first back
1: Fred, line. Fred is a whole game, <laughs> but He's not a he's not a true CDM. Like you couldn't play him alone. No, he's he's a weird one for sure.
0: Uh, he might be, he, he's definitely not as good as Pirlo, but he's that registered type player where like you just shelve through the line in the back. Yeah, you're not like you, you'll press a little bit. You'll but you sit in the hole. Like that's where I think he could thrive. But Fer- Fernandinho is also
1: a really good CDM, but he's old now, so he's playing. He's kind of playing whenever, but. Yeah, Rodri. I don't think Rodri is also good enough to play um, a holding mid on his own. Because De Bruyne is a. Whenever they play, that the four two or the four three three or the four two three one, whatever they play, mm-hmm. uh, the De Bruyne does come back a solid amount. Unless he's playing the ten, then I think it's Gunduan who plays there. But um, I, I don't think Rodri is good at like. He can play a holding man, but I don't think he's good enough to be a sole holding man. I think he has to have someone beside him as well. Rodri? Yeah, or at least close enough to him.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he had, uh, he's had De Bruyne and uh, Bernardo in front of him the whole year. Until I thought Bernardo
1: was out on the left, or coming in as a false knight.
0: That was in the winter window, but the beginning of the year, he would be phased into the midfield. It was mainly De Bruyne, Rodri. And it was either Silva or... Who was starting? Because uh, Gunnowen didn't start playing until lately. No, yeah, he, he didn't start playing until he came in and started scoring. At will. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, no, I, I feel like Rodri is a, a decent one. So he's 6'3". And the thing is, when your passing supersedes your defensive capabilities and you are defensively capable, you're a defensive mid. That's so like Rodri so is 6'3". three
1: against United City played... Rodri and Fernandinho in the midfield together. And then against Spurs, where they lost to Spurs 2-0, they played, yeah, you're right, Rodri, De Bruyne, and Bernardo Silva with Jesus, Fernand Torres, and Mares. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah, he would play like a 4-3-3, and De Bruyne would be beside Rodri. So, like, Rodri would be, like, more of the holding player, but De Bruyne, was, it was more of, like, a double pivot
0: you, you see that, though, in a in a four three three Do you need. This is what they had at Juventus the box to box and Vidal, the holy mid and Pirlo, and the attacker and Pogba. Pogba was never coming back. Let's say that's Bernardo. Yeah. The box to box, Vidal and De Bruyne in the same type of yeah. system. But Rodri doesn't get forward. So yeah. that's why yeah. like I, I would say he's a lone six.
1: And then they played 2-1 <laughs> Rodri, De Bruyne, Torres, and Mares together. Maybe that's why they got beat two 0 by uh, Spurs. Is because they were only playing him as one. Because any other time they played two, they don't get scored on.
0: They didn't have Diaz yet, and Laporte
1: was out. Next one was uh, City Wait. Liverpool, and they played Raheem Sterling, Gundogan, Rodri, De Bruyne, and Torres, and they had Diaz and Laporte as center backs. That was against Liverpool. against Liverpool, and it was one one. But against. What did I say, Spurs? In
0: Spurs, they played the double pivot.
1: Yeah, Spurs... No, Spurs, they played just Rodri Holding, and they played uh, De Bruyne up, and or, they played Rodri, De Bruyne, and Bernardo in the midfield, and they lost 2-0, and they had Diaz and Laporte as backs. So in the game that they had him as a sole holding midfielder, they lost. And then the next game, and then against Arsenal, they won 1-0... They played a three-back with Diaz, Ake, and Kyle Walker, and then their midfield was Rodri, Cancelo, Foden, Mares, Bernardo Silva. So I guess that one he was definitely a holding with with two wing backs and Kyle Walker playing center back was a weird one. He did that for England too. Yeah. I know he's been doing that for England. (laughs) And then the game that they lost to Leicester, let's see, where they lost 5-2. Kyle
0: Walker's not that effective going forward. You
1: kind of want him to be the track-back guy if his
0: pace is being utilized to go forward.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then, okay, so then against uh, Leicester, right, they were down two goals... They, they were down 2-0, took off Fernandinho, so they played uh, a back line of Kyle Walker, Nathan Ake, Benjamin Mendy, and Eric Garcia. That's a really, a really <sighs> rough back line. They were struggling. Um, they had Laporte on the bench, and then they played Rodri, De Bruyne, Fernandinho, Mares, Phil Foden, and Sterling. Right? They took Fernandinho off in the 51st minute, down 2-0. 53rd minute, Vardy scores. 58th minute, he scores again, and then in the 88th minute, Tillman's got a got a penalty, and that's the that's the game that Vardy got three penalties. But so after they put Rodri as a sole, because they for, Fernandinho came off, and F- Liam Delap came on, so when they played Rodri as a sole six, then I assume it was a sole six anyway. They got scored on three times, but that back line also doesn't help him. So not at
0: all the the only thing that was containing um Leicester up until then was Fernandinho yeah position. It, was him, it was
1: him and Fernandinho yeah, yeah. against palace they played Fernandinho Gunduan and De Bruyne and they won 4-0 and then let's see they played okay they played Liverpool recently and they played Diaz Stones Sinchenko, Cancelo and they played Rodri Bernardo Gunduan Raheem Sterling, Ryan Mars, and Phil Foden. So, okay, that was the first game of the year that they played him as a sole six and they won. (laughs) With a healthy back line. With a fully healthy back line, yeah. yeah. So, then they played Spurs the next week and they played Rodri, Bernardo, Gunduan, same, basically the same team except for Diaz they put in Laporte and they won 3-0. So, yeah, I think uh, Rodri is with a fully healthy back line, mm-hmm. he is a good CDM.
0: Well, he's definitely more of a, a passing midfielder than defensive, oh, as opposed to Fernandinho. So that's more than likely where that comes from. Kind of like Busquets. Yeah, well, I, no, you know, I never really watched Busquets' defensive play. I never saw if he dropped into the back line or if he just stood there like an no, American. Okay, he, he
1: just sits in front of him the whole time. Um, yeah, dude, I don't
0: really. That's what Pet played too. Was that lone six? So you'd think uh, he'll probably shape Rodrigo or Rodri into a. You would think. A decent six.
1: You would think. We got a hunch. I can't believe he wanted Fred as well. I mean, it makes sense because I think Fred could have been like another Fernandinho, but.
0: I, I think Fred fits like a glove in Liverpool's or Brighton's midfield. Too. Oh, and
1: Liverpool's without question. Yeah. Fred is literally like. They should have got Fred instead of Naby Keita, and they would have been solid. Dude, Fred would Fred, Fred would.
0: Fred would be a top prospect if he played in Brighton's midfield. Like he'd, he'd be higher he'd, than Basuma.
1: He no, he'd literally be Basuma right now. Yeah, he'd be he'd be better than Basuma. But that literally what Basuma is right now is what Fred would be. Yeah, if he went to Brighton. Yeah, has that uh, Moises Casado guy even played for Brighton yet?
0: I haven't heard about him. I heard his name since yeah. we dropped him. So yeah. Uh, it'd be surprising if he went straight into Brighton's Academy with all that hype. If he just yeah. went straight into playing with the well, U's.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it could be the same thing as uh, Palestri, though. You're coming from a country where the quality is not that great, so you got to go into U23s, get used to it, and then... Yeah, but he had more hype Palestri, than that's Palestri. another one who's uh, gone to a club team. I think he's gone to Alves, actually. That sounds in, right. In Spain. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he definitely... I think he just got more hyped than Palestri because... Uh, that story broke way prior to Pellestrini coming to United. Like that broke even before the transfer window, or Pellestrini was kind of like near the end of the transfer window when the, it was basically oh, yeah, already yeah, wrapped yeah. up. So I think that's why there was more hype around them. But that makes sense. Um, yeah, it, uh, I think United for the next. So they play who do they play this weekend? Um, Newcastle. Shit. Oh yeah. Play Newcastle at home. So. I think you can play your strongest 11 men, and then in midweek playing uh, see that. <coughs> I think the starting 11 should be Henderson. Uh, you put put Williams on the right. put Lindelof and Zabi together. put Tellis in. You can
0: afford to because they don't have any strikers.
1: Who? Newcastle. Dad? No, no, I'm talking about Sociedad. Oh, oh next game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Newcastle play your full strength squad that you have. Uh, yeah, but I, you don't have to is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Andy Car- you need you need to play Harry Maguire and Eric Bailly against Andy Carroll because Steve Bruce is going to play Andy Carroll. Yeah. Um, but then against Sociedad, that would be my back line. My midfield would be um, Matic, Van de Beek, and i put Mata at the 10, and then I'd put uh, Greenwood up top, Dan James on the left, and I'd put Ahmad on the right. That would be my team going into Sociedad next week.
0: I don't think I always played Mata
1: in the middle at all or one time. No. But I mean now is your opportunity. Yeah but he uh, might he might play Freddie McCominay in that. I don't know. I think he'll probably play Freddie McComany against Newcastle. Vandevik's injured for the time being. But he well, might be fine by the next time we play. Yeah, injured. Um I think him and Cavani having those <laughs> muscle injuries I think are just like you guys weren't gonna play, so I'm not gonna bring you. I'm gonna say you guys are injured just so that there's not a conflict of not 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 a thing going on about it. So yeah. Which is what Fergie used to do. It's what Pep does. Whenever Pep doesn't play a big, big name player, like Gunduan, like the fact that he wasn't playing that much this this season, mm-hmm. they were saying he was injured. He wasn't injured. Just chill. Yeah, they were just saying you're not going to play, so we're just going to say you're injured, so then people don't make a big deal about it.
0: Yeah, but you got to play now.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Yeah. But who do you drop? Or you just got to rotate more. You just got to play. You got to play. <laughs> if I'm City, I'm playing my back line of. Uh, Left back whoever you can find to fill in. Because they that's who that's what Chelsea oh, City need is a left back and maybe they get Chilwell But they've look
0: they've looked decent putting Laporte there. And the thing is no matter what back
1: line Is he left footed? He's uh, right yeah yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. No matter what back line City chooses to play, it's going to evolve into a three back.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you just let Kyle Walker go free on the right. Then,
0: if you fill the port on the left, <laughs> you've got Cancel on the right going up. If you've got Walker on the right, you put Kinsella on the left.
1: Yeah, or Zinchenko. Yeah, as you know, as you. Prefer. Um, so yeah, City's back line is obviously Stones and Diaz, and then whoever you want as the wing backs, and then you play Rodri or Fernandinho as you're holding, and then you play Gundogan and De Bruyne as your attacking midfielders, and then you play Foden coming in off the left. You play Bernardo coming in off the right and then Sterling up top as a false nine. That's what I would do. And then you just rotate in Marez with whoever. Like, literally, that whole front five that I just named, you can literally put them in any of those positions and and, and it'll work. it'll be fine. So it doesn't matter. I'd, uh, I'd do... Marez. you have to leave on the left, though. He only is productive on the left. On the right, sorry. Sorry, yeah.
0: Dude, I, uh... The thing is, he's, he's got such an eye for He might have one of the better eyes for goals out of all more the eyes? forwards there. Yeah. So I, I think it's just
1: because he's way more greedy than all the rest of them. <laughs> you kind of want that at nine. No, yeah, I
0: agree, but he's not playing that now. I, I, I'm saying like in, in a perfect world. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially with a false nine. Like, Let me put it this way. Who has handles and passing capabilities like Messi in that team?
1: I guess the closest is
0: Mahrez, So Yeah, so, like, and that's where I'm coming from. Like, that's yeah. why you would slot him there. But Foden has been relentless. He's been incredible yeah. at nine. Uh, I can't see anybody phasing Foden out of the front three right now. No. I, and you'd be a fool, too. Yeah. Uh, Sterling's a mainstay. Yeah. Just pace alone.
1: Which, again, you go to Bernardo and him and Mahrez yeah, have, between those have already two. been rotating in and out all the time. For two years now. Yeah.
0: yeah. Which I do like Bernardo slipping in because he – he does float like whereas, De Bruyne stays more central than uh, Bernardo. But Bernardo will go like he'll loop around Foden. He's, he's really dynamic wherever he yeah. chooses. Like he floats with the ball the whole time. Yeah,
1: and it's 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 upsetting <coughs> to me though that teams just whenever they're playing Man City now they just like lay over like everything. I guess United every fought back, but there was none of that for them against City. They got City scored, and then everything got kind of a lucky goal right after, and then. City, were like, in the last 20 minutes, we're like, okay, now we're turning up and everything. We're just like, yeah, go score two goals.
0: I think some of that might be. I think City are, are the um, most careful team with the ball. Meaning that, like, if if – I'd, I'd say that they fuck up in possession way less than anybody else in the yeah, league. Yeah, I agree. And so I think that does something to a mentality 15 minutes in and you haven't touched the ball yeah. yet. You see, you see what I mean? Yeah,
1: but, I mean, even – like
0: I'm not saying you shouldn't Chelsea, fight the whole 90, but it's like, fuck, when are we going to get the ball? And what do yeah. we do when we get it, aside from lose it right afterwards?
1: Well, even, like, I feel like United and Arsenal, for sure, possess it. I would say the same thing, they possess it, but they saw them with the same amount of they I guess it's because they don't have all the real game players, that can it, it, for me, it just seems like when teams are playing cities City, they're like, really so so this, we're just taking a off. they After the beginning of the season, though, you would think that things are... Like, and, and after the season lasted, so you would think that, like, they, they are maybe City aren't as solid as they are. And then they started getting a of wins, and then they... They run against, uh, who? West Brom. We got a goal in the first, like, 10 minutes. And then we just possessed the ball. And they, like, look okay, out of the score it's frustrating. I mean teams the teams went into that they don't see like they did last year. You have you had a beam that season. They they do go especially especially on uh, uh, set pieces. They're really bad at set pieces. Little haven't got bonded about. Yeah. Rugby's their goal. Especially if they don't have... If Ruben Diaz isn't playing, mm-hmm. they get scored. Because mm-hmm. I think they just did against uh, uh, everyone, right? Or I don't think that was the Who's through Yeah, you? I don't think they ever scored score set piece. Uh, City look awful on set pieces. defending set pieces. Because, I mean, yeah, their, their height definitely doesn't help me. Uh, yeah, I just, wish team, like, I just wish teams would go up against City, like, they, uh, have a chance to beat them. And now in the rest of the season, I think they have to play, they have to play United, they have to play Arsenal this weekend, and they have to play, um, Do they play Chelsea? Chelsea, yeah. I uh, so Chelsea would be the team that could be.
0: i mean, we, we could too, agree. if we play, if we play a five-pack, we, uh, we, we get a draw. I was thinking about this earlier, you know how filthy our five-pack would look right mm. now? Having Shaw at the left center back and Fellows that uh, playing that brand Yeah. And
1: yeah. you, you put Cavani up there with Rashford. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: I'd, I'd like to see a, a, a squad of our players or a, a, an eleven that can evolve how
1: how like City can. Like they'll start out in the four back in the game at a five play a three back halfway through. Yeah, but we don't have like City have those like Kyle Walker. I can't. I, I don't. I don't think that we necessarily have the full personnel to, to be able to do that. That's and what I'm some, saying. Yeah. Some of our some of our players can only play certain positions. So like McTominay, I do think McTominay is probably like he is from the first time he touched a to pitch to now, he is the most improved player of any player in the league, in my opinion. In the league? In the league. Yeah. I see. I, I, yeah, he's, I, always I, been solid. I he's always been yeah. solid. He's always had seven out of ten games. He's never had a really bad game, right? And but his his gameplay is also developing. And like, I think in, in the league of the people who have been playing the same amount of time in the Premier League as him and around the same age, I think he's definitely the most improved. Yeah, no, I definitely say yeah. so. But
0: the, the thing is, I wouldn't. You are saying improved. I have never seen him do bad, so like well, I, 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 I get what you're saying, yeah, his, but his I'm game has right, like evolved. Yeah, has been yeah. getting
1: has been getting better. When he came in he was he was he was brought in as like a crusher for um, Mourinho, right? Mourinho was like, You're big and massive, so go out and kill everyone. You're from right? any one, yeah. yeah. And then when Ollie came in, Ollie was kinda like, Okay, yeah, you're he does have like a, a, somewhat of a technical grace to him. I mean, he he's a striker, decent. yeah. Yeah, he, like he he has good touch. So and his his shot, I think, is the best he can. Do. His shooting, not a shot. see so, like it, where the he, shots, his like his like where he picks the shots like. he chooses to take. Well, yeah. I think I agree. Yeah, definitely that. But I think like his when he shoots, it's other oh, yeah. yeah, they're rockets, and yeah. like. And, but it's every time too. Like even if even if it's like he doesn't, he always connects with it. There's so much leverage, time. dude. Because yeah. he has such a lank ass leg. Yeah, he just puts the thing behind. Yeah, it. yeah. Which which is why I think he just has the best. He definitely has the best um, positional awareness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like the goal against Arsenal. Yeah. That was. Do that nine out of ten times. I don't think he does that again. Maybe maybe he does. Because that shot was absurd. But it was like under his body, and it really he, he shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shouldn't have hit it that well per se. And I don't. I think if you give it to Rashford, Martial, or even Cavani, I don't think they have that same shot as did there. Yeah. And then uh, against West Ham, I don't think anyone else in the field scores that other than Bruno. The in the FA Cup, where Rashford kind of like. I don't know if Rashford meant to or he had a bad touch and just dropped from Tom and He slotted in the front post.
0: Oh, Bruno Mm -hmm. does that one was from the other club. Is that the one Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that was that one, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, And then... Leeds, I think it's just him. Scott and him. Yeah, but like... He only scored, things, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... I hope he does develop into like this... I don't think if... He'll never leave the club. Unless he thinks that he's a hindrance to the way that United playing. He could never do that. I he think yeah he never do that. I think he has got too much people always say like he's passion merchants and stuff, but you kinda need that sometimes in a player to like give the rest of the team some sort of ball. If nobody play. if
0: nobody loves the club you end up with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. The only person that loves the club there is Ramos and he's been baiting them for money three or four contracts. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last person a- the last person who truly loved him, the bridge is Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and so cool. mm-hmm. um, and that used to be such a destination yeah, well, it was such a destination that they started buying all these people because they could and then all these people were like yeah I, mean, I don't really like it here their fans are also the worst fans in the world yeah like Gareth Bale went there as the best player and arguably that, se- that first season he was there and Ronaldo um, was injured that season mm-hmm. like that goal he scored in, uh, in, as a camp in code, Rey, yeah. Yeah, Like people were booing him <laughs> like couple games after that because he wasn't having a good game like that's the mentality of those Real Madrid fans and then it just get, got more and more and then uh, Dale got to the and was like I don't even want to like, be here anymore and I'm just here because I'm getting paid and you guys are going to pay me on the contract and um, then like, they, still I, I think he's still I don't think I honestly would yeah I don't I think he's he's now for him Football is a hobby, or football is a job. Or golfing is a hobby. You know what I mean? Like when he he was at Spurs, football was like his whole thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way he was playing, he was the best player. That was a year that he that he should have won the Ballon board The only reason he didn't win it was because was That season, for that that eight months, he was the best player in the world. anytime you put him on the field, you he like he's the score. Yeah, he was I, monster. Man. I can't remember. I can't remember uh, <laughs> the seasons that Messi and Ronaldo had. But Gareth Bale was definitely top three players in the world at that Uh 2014,
0: mm-hmm. Neymar had just gotten to Barcelona, and Real Madrid won the
1: Champions League. Then. Okay, okay. So, yeah. maybe, maybe not, but yeah. Bale was still the third best player in the, in the world. sure. <laughs> but now, wait they won in the 14 when did that? Did the Atletico?
0: The Atletico didn't win they lost in Barcelona the Barcelona beat Juventus in 15 and then I, I think Madrid beat Atletico in the fourteen. Yeah. yeah yeah I think you're right and then I yeah. don't remember
1: Barcelona in that recently
0: well their last one was 15 they were in Barcelona yeah 17 or 16 um Oh, Grimadur. Mm-hmm. Grimadur had three yeah.
1: Um, uh, And then 19 was... So in yeah. So it went... Yeah, you're right. It was Barcelona beat I don't oh. remember that game. I don't think I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Unicorn we got through. And then he came right after the final. So it went... From 2010 on, it went Barcelona beat United. Chelsea beat Munich, Munich beat, or, uh, yeah, Munich beat Dortmund, Real Madrid beat Alejo, Barcelona beat EVE, Real Madrid won three in a row, Liverpool Liverpool against Liverpool beat Tottenham, the most boring 10-3 final ever, and then, uh, Munich beat PQ. I wanted Ajax to be in that final, so fucking bad. I know, you think Spurs are going? That Ajax
0: team could have, could have beat that with it for Yeah, they... That's that a great IX team, dude. I miss watching that team, to be honest. I watched yeah. that whole tournament. Um, that's what I am in love with him. Dude,
1: oh, shit. I forgot Arsenal got to a final. Um, no, no,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> oh, the new I'm to right after that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I read it. Wait.
1: Oh nine, You got the chance in oh nine. 9 Yeah, he won with, he won with Barcelona. I guess United. Okay. Good. The, like, the year that United won it, so like, Barcelona beat Arsenal. Then it was... We lost to Barcelona twice. It was 9-11 in the regular, 9-11 nine eleven 9-11 and... Three. No. Wait. Oh, wait, yeah, it was. It was 9-11. Uh, we got the three finals And we lost two Dude, if it wasn't for that Barcelona team man, We would have we... God, imagine if I had That It was solely that Barcelona team And it was only those three years That that Barcelona team That were that absurd And we beat them Going to that uh, That United-Chelsea match in Moscow And Chelsea had some fucking like Crap team before that yeah, but that was messy throughout his hair that summer and then that was an to yeah. And then the year that um, Inter had Mourinho they won they, they won at Treville mm-hmm. that year I can't, we lost to Bayern that year pretty sure. Cool. I, I think that was the we lost to Bayern. And then if we had had if we had had Van Persie two years ago prior to when United played Barcelona. That season that United played Barcelona as well in, in the second final that we lost to them, that's the season that Van Persie got a red card for that. The referee blew the whistle and as he blew the whistle Van Persie took the shot and it went in and he didn't hear the whistle and the referee gave him the second yelling out of red. And at that point Arsenal were all over Barcelona. Do you remember that? Dude, look it up. It is absurd that the referee considered giving you fucking that. He was, like, this far offside, he touches the ball, the referee blows the whistle, he shoots it, the referee comes up, gives him a second yellow and sends him off. The very start of the second half, too. You can't shoot after the whistle. If it's, like, five seconds after, I completely understand. But the fact that he blows the whistle and as, he's in the motion of shooting as you're blowing the whistle and you give him a yellow for that? Nah. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it was disgusting. No. I don't Uh, he, that's the year that we, we had to play on Arsenal could have been a savings nothing up Um yeah. That's uh that's all I got for this week. Who do you think's gonna win? I think United will beat Newcastle. I think City is gonna walk over Arsenal, I think Villa and Leicester will end two one. I think West Ham will beat Spurs two nil. Liverpool will beat Everton. Um, Southampton and Chelsea. Chelsea will win 3-0. Burnley and West Brom. Burnley will win. Fulham and Sheffield. Fulham will win. Brighton Palace. I'm going to go with Brighton and Leeds. Southampton. Yeah. Southampton. Southampton. Southampton.
0: Southampton. Play Monday. two Tuesday. Yep. All right, let's see. i got, uh...
1: You got Wolves and the
0: yeah. <laughs> That, sh- that <laughs> should be a must win for the Southampton, Chelsea. Um, Chelsea win, but they can see. Um, Burnley, West Brom, West Brom.
1: Really?
0: Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I forgot to go. Big Sam. Liverpool, everything, Uh Liverpool everything I'd uh, 1-1, so uh, and if Liverpool win, it's 2 Fulham, um, Sheffield, Sheffield. Yeah, Sheffield. Um, Villa and Leicester. Leicester. Mednew, Newcastle, Menu, West Ham, Tottenham, West Ham, Arsenal City, Spain. <laughs> Brighton and Palace I don't have Any earthly idea Because they Both yeah, have finishers That don't want to finish So I Not want to toss up That can go
1: That could honestly be A middle draw
0: That's a draw Or it's a blowout From one team Whichever one decides To show up And then uh, Tuesday Leeds and Southampton I mean Leeds half the moon Yeah Leeds half the Leeds Leeds and Southampton
1: uh,
0: are they mid table or lower? Okay, I'm just making sure we is not the anything. Where's Villa? Leeds are pretty safe. Leeds get eight the the Villa Billard
1: eight.
0: Nice, nice. Um, I'm glad Villa's is a team that's going to stick around. Now it got weird without them in the lead for a long time.
1: Yeah, I really hope.
0: Really, yeah. yeah, they're they're the most boring team in the league right now. I, I want Sheffield. Where's Brighton at? Are they relegation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want Fulham
1: to stay up.
0: I like The same. I want Brighton, West Brom, and no, I want Brighton, Sheffield, and um, yeah. I can do it.
1: I don't want Newcastle to go down because I don't want to Bruce to touch a relegation on the side again. I
0: just like, <laughs> the thing is, uh, Villa and Newcastle have a history of being big clubs. Yeah. Sheffield really doesn't. No. So were, so,
1: Sheffield were like, the only reason they're somewhat of a big name is because they were at the end of league when it was like the first one. I don't even
0: know Yeah, they've got a smaller stadium than most Championship teams. championship yeah. games. I mean, and that's not a reason for me to be really, you know, relegated, really but, uh, yeah, I, I'd rather just actually like traditional, like or it's nice to have that like the likes like, of All
1: right. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do